Okay. <laughs> you don't have to you don't have to hold the thing up here. Like you don't have to act like your arm is in a sling or some shit. I'm oh. the kid from Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Just like him. Yeah. Funky butt loving. Funky Mr. Funky butt loving, yes. Oh, okay. What was that kid? Wait, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. <laughs> what was that kid's name that was in that movie? He was in uh, American Pie, wasn't he? Yeah, Thomas yeah. Uh, something. Yeah. What I think? happened to that dude? Uh, he I went think on I saw to be an American Wedding. Was he also a kid in King Arthur's Court? No, I think that was somebody else. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this right now because I I am genuinely curious. Him and that dude from. Uh, that show super Daniel always... Stern directed Rookie of the Year. Cool. Huh. Well, he's in it, right? He's yeah, uh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's the, the pitching yeah. coach or something. Yeah. I think. I just didn't yeah. realize that he was like, "This is my movie now." That was genuinely the most shocking news Ryan has ever gotten in his life. Yeah. That was an incredible <laughs> reaction to that news, right? <laughs> yeah. Thomas Ian Nichols, no, Nicholas, excuse me. What do you um, think? What do you think uh, Ryan would have made a bigger reaction? Let's uh. Hey guys, the moon just exploded. It's really gonna like fuck up the tides. <laughs> well, I I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't would, be his, thinking that. His response to that would be like, "So is parking gonna be better or worse in DC tonight for the show I'm going to?" Like that would be his genuine reaction to that. No, news. I I wouldn't have that kind of reaction because the moon's not real. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, what? You, okay, so what show are you going to tonight, Ryan? Uh, off of their heads and dead bars. Okay. Right, yeah. Right. So uh, that's yeah, because it's my 38th birthday. So yay me. Um, well, have to today say is. How old you are. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I I like to rub it in people's faces before I rub it in my own at night. And going, what did you fucking do you with your do life? That? You're um, that flexible. Yeah, man. You got it. It took me 38 years to become Ryan that flexible. Has not not been doing <laughs> yoga for for the past 12 years to not be able to rub I've it been, in people's. Faces. I've been doing yogurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> been doing yogurt instead. That sounds like some shit my dad would say. Yeah, I tried uh, that uh, flexible thing, that yogurt stuff the other day, yeah. where you stretch a lot. You know that that would be some dumb shit that he said. Mm. Well, there we, are. Uh, we did it. We did it. Back Yay. at it again. Yeah, uh, Mr. Pfizer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to be oh, timely. Josh, why are you uh, suddenly into sports? And by suddenly into sports, <laughs> I mean sending us interviews with Rodrigo Blankenship, the former kicker of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, from like four years ago. Yeah, how into sports am I? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was a current kicker. I don't no, know. no, he's, a, he's currently a free agent. So Josh, Josh will randomly get a wild hair up his ass and like send the group chat something about sport some just something from the world of sports and it's always i'm always curious how this like got onto your radar like so it rodrigo is, yeah. blankenship was a kicker with the indianapolis colts and he was a quirky dude he wore these like rec spec glasses and he makes he like gundams and stuff yeah he makes gundams and legos and shit and uh quirky dude but interesting guy you know like he's a great kicker his rookie year i think um how did that like did you just see that on tiktok randomly or, yeah. or what okay yeah, that's, that's yeah open a shut case gotcha. um yeah it's, <laughs> but i think basically what ends up happening with a tiktok when you do that though then it's like oh you like sports and mm-hmm. it's like, no, I mean, I like the quirky story of the guy. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, that collects Legos, but also is like a kicker. Right. Um, and then it's like, oh, <laughs> and then so anytime I get a sports thing, I feel like I have to send it to you to sort of like it's a validation thing. Like, hey, yes, you know, I, I pat hey, you man. on the head and I say, yeah. good job, Josh. You you did a sports. <laughs> you you did a you did a man thing. Like, yeah, yeah. you don't mow yeah. your own grass, but you did do a sports here. So. Uh, like, like you, you, you're like your testosterone level increases a little bit. Like that's what yeah. you're looking for, right? You don't look like Urkel anymore. You still yeah. kind of sound you're, like him. Yeah. You're, you're, you're like, that's your Stefan moment. <laughs> it's, what, from Matt TV? No, from Steve Urkel. It's from, uh, oh, oh, that's yeah, SNL, yeah, yeah. when okay. Steve turns into Stefan. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, yeah. good job. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean I, I I was doing a lot of sports things over the last like uh ten days or one sports thing. And boy, uh, your arms went, tired. Yes. Um I <laughs> went to a Diamondbacks game in Arizona. 
That's so fucking random. (laughs) What snake were they playing against? That is quite possibly the most random fucking sports team you could have possibly. Well, not in Arizona. That's a pretty normal uh, game to go to. Josh, you live on the East Coast, buddy, in Charlotte. For you to say, I did a sports thing and it not have to do with the Charlotte Hornets or the Baltimore Orioles or the Carolina Panthers or the Braves, like a team relatively close. I've not been to a Panthers game or a, a uh, Hornets game. Right, right. So, again, my did point stands in that it's, yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I did my first sports thing. I uh, went to a language. home game for the Portland Trailblazers, and it's like, why, why, why was that the first Oh, well, I've been to I've been to uh, Mets games while in New York, and I went okay. to a uh, Nationals game okay. in mm. uh, DC. Uh, usually, it'll be kind of around Mets Why? stuff. Like, so okay, I'm I'm let's let's uh. So you're a fan of the well, Nye Mets? Cool. We're we're uh, <laughs> we're glad to have you back. All you know, all those niceties and stuff, blah blah blah. But now I'm going to call you out. Okay. Okay. You have, you're not a sports guy, which is completely fine. It like, there's too many of them in the world as is. Mm-hmm. I'm like half of a sports guy. Like in that. You sure about I, that? I keep, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I like, I keep up with baseball through the John boy YouTube channel where I just watch like the well, that's highlights half of sports. That, that where I just watch like the highlights and the, the breakdowns. He I does read of, highlights. Like, weird. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ass joke. Fuck you. Uh, where where he like breaks down weird quirky shit that happens like week to week, right? Would you say I John Boy is a goofus or a gallant? I would say he is a gallant. <laughs> what about Billy? Um. So my point being is that you you have this like hipster kind of vibe thing going with baseball in particular. Yeah. Like like. Why is it that you're going to baseball games? Is it because it's they're so slow that you don't really have to pay attention to what's going on? You can just stay on your phone the whole time at a baseball yeah, game. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I just Google it, things about like players and then I just say the one player that I know. Right. Of course. Um, that's yeah. I mean th- which that's, I forgot his name at this point. But there was one guy and I was like, Oh, he's not playing, so I have nothing to say about any of this stuff. Right, right. Yeah, can't it's, wait it's, to see Barry Bonds play. Be like, you're a few years too late on that, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, moving on. It's like <laughs> it's like uh, you know, it's like googling the end of of like uh, I don't Evangelion. know, like like a, a hipster novel <laughs> or something, just so you know how it ends, so you can hold a conversation about it. Like nobody actually has read the shit, or you like know, James it's like Joyce it's like googling, or something. Yeah, yeah, or David Foster Wallace or some shit, or. Like, you know, uh, oh, do you listen to this jazz artist when neither of you have, but both of you are like, yeah, I David really like Foster this Wallace is my favorite NASCAR driver. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a good, that's such a good tweet. Uh, <laughs> I saw somebody the other day post the picture of a uh, prison Mike from the office. Uh, when he's wearing the purple bandana and say, I, I love David Foster Wallace. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, so you, you do have this, like, like, are the other sports, like, wh- why baseball? Is it because of you don't have to pay attention to it to go to one? Or is there some kind of, like, like, is it a, is, is a little bit of, like, a, a hipster thing? Um, Are we still using the word hipster? Yeah, in your case, we are. Not for Uh, everything. No, actually, I feel like as a kid, uh, baseball was my sport as much as I, like, cared about sports at all. Right, right, right. And that's, like, what I followed. I I mean, I, I... I played like softball as a little kid. And then the only reason I couldn't really play baseball in school was because it was like a really a religious thing. Like I, uh, my parents wouldn't let me basically any practices were usually our games were usually on um thursdays i don't know would they basically whatever it interfered they did, with church basically it interfered with church gotcha, and so gotcha, it was gotcha. like and then also i think it was kind of a way out so my parents didn't have to like pay for uniforms and stuff like that or <laughs> right. like take me anywhere but it was kind of like i could only play like church sports and there weren't church sports like we yeah, weren't a yeah, big yeah. church so it's just like 
like we had a softball team and it's funny Which when is, people t- the church that you wait no 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 you didn't go i was never mind you went to a different church <laughs> i was thinking of the the myrtle grove baptist church right mm-hmm. there on the corner of piner you didn't go to that yeah, one yeah you, not you that went one. To a different one we wouldn't have been able to play with those kids um they're they're heathens uh so yeah so we had a softball team that was essentially just like every every child that went to church of like a relative age and uh we all got trophies at the end of the season like you know when people talk about trophy generation stuff like it was like i was like eight years old getting everyone got a trophy yeah and but just so you know like that was thing. your fault you're you're <laughs> yeah, the person yeah. <laughs> responsible for having bought those trophies and given them out to yourself and all as of an your, yeah as an eight-year-old as an eight-year-old you're yeah. solely to blame it's it's so you know i just want to make sure we're clear on that because that's always the funny part about that argument is like motherfucker who was who were the parents that bought the trophies that y'all are mad at us for being the participation trophy generation of like yeah i I think i think because of like the there's like a i mean it's competitive to be into baseball but i feel like it's like a when i was a kid and even when i was like getting into like punk it was kind of like a sport that was okay for like alternative kids to still be into that's, and that's so kinda, I guess that, I'm basically answering your question. So yes, there we go. There we go. And, but it tends, it's not, it's, I think, I think because of the non, the not contact uh, nature of it, right. it tends to invite kids that probably are into like comic books and <laughs> things that sort of made them outsiders, you know? Right, so it's right. like, I also liked soccer, you know, as like a kid. And these but are, that, I, that's clearly a gay sport and you wouldn't have been allowed to play <laughs> yeah. that as well i i you know i figured out at an age that that wasn't for me yeah you can't uh, you, you know. can't you can't play baseball because it interfered with the church schedule and you can't play soccer or rollerblade because those are gay and uh, i did rollerblade as a little kid but then when it became a point <laughs> of your like dad when, beat it out of you <laughs> <laughs> yeah he uh when puberty hit they're like you gotta make a decision <laughs> Uh, Ryan, did you play any sports as a kid? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you uh, think wrestling is that way? Uh, well, define it. Well, let's, let's, like... let's get the answer. Let's get the. I'm going to put a pen in that question, but okay. let's go back to the answer for Ryan. Yeah, right, right. I like, mean, I, you... when I was a kid, I did play. Uh, I did play a little bit of hockey in middle school. Um, oh, but really? I never, but I never really did much of it. It just happened to be the sport that I like to play a little bit. Hold on, you could ice skate. Uh, I could stand and prevent you from hitting the puck. You know, were uh, you a goalie? So was, uh, yeah, so sort of. I mean, dude, look at me. Well, hold, um. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've known, I've known you for like damn near twenty years, and this is the first. This is a revelation. Jesus I, like, this Christ. Is, uh, you were a hockey, uh, an ice, and uh, we're talking about ice hockey, right? What other kind of hockey is there? Oh, I mean, street roller hockey. hockey. Yeah, yeah. Real roller yeah. hockey is um, a thing. Field yeah. hockey. Yeah. Field uh, hockey. I mean, Tons, I never... Tonsil hockey. I, I mean, yeah. I did play it a little bit here and there, like sometimes at school, or maybe, I think maybe once or twice after school, but it was generally nothing that I never, like, took seriously. Like on a league? Well, th- that's, that's fine. Like, no, I'm not, not like I'm not, on a league. I'm not, I'm not talking about like, did you like, were you competitive at these sports? Like, were you like on a travel team or some shit? I'm just curious if you like, what if, if we that find out a, he was a pro hockey player? <laughs> he was scouted <laughs> by the, the fucking minor leagues or some yeah. shit. His like, uncle was Lemieux. Basketball was my sport. Like His I favorite movie is sudden death. Fucking played basketball all <laughs> the goddamn time. I played church basketball, um, uh, constantly. So I, I had no idea. If you that, lost, so, did you have to say a prayer? Um, no, uh, uh, when, if you win, uh, you have to say a prayer because, uh, you, they really don't, they want you to be humble. Yes. So you have to pray yeah. for humility. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Um, damn, I had no idea. So I, I've been to an ice skating rink one time and I was like, I think like 19 or 20 and nobody told me that I needed to wear like high socks for the ice skates and so i just went in my normal socks and by the time i left i was bleeding my shins and my calves were especially those rental ass like yeah like they were they were my my legs were bloody because i was like just hugging the wall the entire time trying to stand up 
No, no, I didn't. I didn't use the cart thing. I, but I, I, I also don't know how to roller skate or skateboard or rollerblade or any of that shit. So I was just like, it was, it was fuck. It's the scariest thing I've ever done in my entire life. I'll just put besides it that get way. married. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Killed you were mood. saying, Ryan. <laughs> uh, no, see, the only thing I ever really. I don't think this this counts, but the only thing I ever really dedicated any real quote unquote real time to was uh uh esports uh or proto esports I should say. Um so I would maybe do like hangout sessions that go to like v- like video game tournaments. Um nothing really ever came about from that. Um definitely definitely Sorry. not definitely definitely not to the point where he's, he's back. He's back. Uh, we didn't know this part of you and then you're like esports you're like, oh right, that's right I mean, um did you have your own skates like did you own your own skates no okay all right i'm seeing but, but again that's that's completely fine like i was I just asking on as like a little league level did did y'all play any sports um, did you did you have your own video game console that you practiced your esports on <laughs> Uh, you had a red one. It was the Carnage version. <laughs> Good callback. And no, I did not have the Pikachu Nintendo sixty four. Uh, um, well, then were you even trying? Then I mean, I, I was mean, like, seriously. No, nah, I mean, I never. It's funny. Like, was that technically a callback? I don't think. The, I mean, have we referenced the, the red? Or are you just saying I pulled up a memory? I think that was a real thing. Um, no, no. I, like, I feel like the term callback in uh, in the setting would be I referenced something earlier in our conversation. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Think if, so I don't know if callback. Like, when, in comedy, when when like a comedian does a callback, usually they're referencing something they said like at an the earlier very top. part of the conversation. Yeah. Um, so, I Josh, feel like I, I'm gonna be real with you. You have completely lost me when you're bringing up a carnage red vert. I don't know what that means. Oh, okay, <laughs> then it's it's a it's a core memory for me and Ryan. I guess is the way. Yeah. But, so there was uh, the Spider-Man uh, game. Maximum Carnage Venom, game. Yeah, Maximum Carnage game. They made a they sequel called a... Separation Anxiety as well. Was is that real? <laughs> no, they made a sequel called Separation Anxiety where you could actually do two players instead of <laughs> I one. You were making a joke. Oh. <laughs> and then and then they made a trilogy and the third one was called bipolar disorder or some <laughs> shit like <laughs> um, yeah what? but the, the the console itself was also red too that you the, could buy what right console the super was it super nintendo i think okay, it was the Sega. it might have been the Sega genesis um but i know the game shit. the game was definitely red but i believe okay. you could also buy a console that was red Whatever okay, so it's it's like, like the I don't know the Star some Wars edition yeah, Xbox yeah. 360 or some shit the R2D2 or something. Yeah. Okay. But anyhow, okay. where are we at? Um, now? I'm glad we uh, went down. I'm glad we <laughs> ironed all of that out. And I forgot um, what I said that we needed to put a pin in. So I guess we won't go back to that that uh, that thought. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so what? Okay. So first of all. Esports aren't sports, so let's just let's <laughs> get just it out of the way. Get that out of the way. Um, it's, it is competitive, it's comp- though. Oh yeah, very, and and, and that's does the, require a lot of skill. That's that's the that's a hundred percent. I could not agree more. Uh, it is but, more sport than golfing. N- no, no. <laughs> I I, I it's honest, more entertaining. I'll, I'll be real with you. Like <laughs> I don't think of golf as a sport either. I think of it as a competition because you are. You are basically battling yourself. You're not out there. It's not two teams going out. I can do that every day. (laughs) (laughs) Life is a sport. sport. Yes, when I wake up in the in the morning. What is it like? Life life is a highway. Life is a sport. Well, I don't know. Like like some I think for some people life is a sport because they're competing against other people and then other folks just have to look in the mirror every day and go to battle with themselves, you know? So it's Life more of a competition. is a sport. I'm gonna cry all night long. <laughs> I remembered what I was gonna what I was uh, talking about. Okay, okay so uh, wrestling as wrestling, wrestling is that a sport? Right. I believe it, I believe it is wrestling. Thank you very much. And um, in the same way that I got into is, baseball, what? Yeah, I would say that uh, uh, it is. It is. I mean, it's the thing is, it's predetermined. 
Yes, so, it's an exhibition. It's not a sport. Yeah, it is. It is entertainment. It's Calvin's. Um, <laughs> um, which president are you referring to there? Um, the president of the Presbyterian <laughs> Society. The one with yeah. the imaginary tiger friend. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> now it's always tough. I get put in a situation like this. I'm like, it's I mean, not tough. It's, no, buddy, you don't. You're well, struggling real hard to answer this. It's a very I'm also simple very, question. No, I'm it also is very tired. For it. Um, I know it's. It's also real to you, damn it, and I know it is, and I, I empathize <laughs> with you there, but it is not a real, it's not a sport in any way, shape, or form. Uh, it is not that, a sport. That it is point incredible. in my life is gone. <laughs> it's fun to watch. It's, it's entertaining as hell, but there's a reason they call themselves sports entertainment. They like, say that in WWE. They don't really say that anywhere else. Well, but, <laughs> we, okay, what's the biggest one? Uh, WWE is the biggest one, but there you go. every other place, every yeah. other place will say like we're professional wrestlers. Just, like, just, just like, uh, just like on the playground, make you a sports the, person. The biggest kid on the playground gets to make all the rules because they get to bully everybody else. <laughs> Especially when the biggest kid has the backing of a uh, deviant and awful human being like Vince McMahon. But, Precisely right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, is there something wrong with Vince McMahon? <laughs> God, uh, I will say right now. I actually, I will ask: Did you, either of y'all see the trailer for the Iron Claw, the movie that uh, is coming out about the Von Eric family? Not yet, the, but I, okay. I plan. I, I, I'm excited. What I've heard about it, the the links that it seem that people have gone to uh, become the character that they're emulating is uh, is is great. They own yeah. Jared Leto version of like when he. Uh, okay. All right. All right. So y'all are both doing the thing where you act like. We're just doing this conversation for ourselves yeah, and not an knows. audience. So, so explain. I don't know what the fuck either one of y'all are okay. talking about. So, the Iron Claw is a biopic. Josh is out of out. practice. Josh has been traveling the countryside for the past two weeks and forgot yeah. how to do a podcast. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, I I stay home and I forget how to do a podcast. Yes, you do. That is, um, <laughs> buddy. You have no idea how uh, happy I am to hear you be self-aware like that. Yeah. Explain what is it, the iron it took, claw? It what took is, thirty-eight years to realize that. Um, <laughs> what is just the really iron... pushing that it's your birthday today? <laughs> um, I wished you a happy birthday earlier. You did. Um, Thank you, so. by the way. I didn't. You're, You're the only person. Just, just so you know, I'm still not wishing you a happy birthday. Fair. Okay, yeah. that's fair. It's your, it's your right as an American. You, you this is he called wished, freedom of speech. He didn't wish me a happy birthday. He <laughs> wished me an adequate birthday. Yeah, this yeah. is what soldiers go overseas and have fought and died for, is for yeah. my right not to wish you a happy birthday. So yes. go ahead. All right. Very all right, fair. fair. What is the uh, Iron Claw? The, the Iron Claw is a biopic all about the Von Erich family, who were the most prestigious, like, pro wrestling family to come from, like, the Southern Territory, especially from Texas. Okay. Uh, headed by the, the, the patriarch of the family, uh, was a guy named Fritz Von Erich, fathered several children, uh, basically more or less kind of forced So he was in. a... Like he's definitely like a Nazi that came over here after World he War II. He played a Nazi. Name. He was American, but okay. in his early career, he played like a Nazi esque mm. character. Okay, yeah, back I, in like this, like I'm in the sixties. Am I supposed to believe that wrestling is real, or am I not? I don't like. Well, uh, one so thing suddenly, is suddenly, sure. I'm supposed to just believe it's a character. Well, one thing is for certain that whether he was a Nazi or not, he was a fucking despicable dude. Um, if you a wrestler look, being a despicable dude. I, uh, I can't. I am in disbelief right now. Uh, honestly, well, you could actually just go do one of two things, but I know you won't. Um, you yeah. could uh, you go watch the Dark Side of the Ring episode about the Von Erich family, or you could go listen to Behind the Bastards episode on Vince McMahon, where the first episode, half of the first episode, they're like, oh, guess what? Like, you know, we were going to only talk about Fritz Von Erich for a little bit, but we're going to spend the next, like, 30 minutes talking about him because he's arguably as as bad as Vince. Jeez. And... Yeah, like he was a he was a pretty despicable person. Like I mean, like so so just give us like a a quick uh, elevator pitch. So the okay. elevator pitch, the elevator is plunging to the bottom of the building. What is uh, the highlights of so this Fritz dude's brought shittiness? Fritz brought them into the business basically against their will. Uh, basically forced them to do yeah, like they were kids. Okay. Like he he forced them in his promotion to become top stars. 
um, put their physical and mental health uh, at risk, basically for the sake of that saying, I don't care what's happening to you. You got to go out there and you got to wrestle. Like um, the Beach Boys. Yeah. Um, except with more death. Um, mm. So I will say it now. There's Ooh. a line in the Dark Side of the Ring episode where they interview the last surviving member of his kids. And he said, I, you know, used to have a brother and now I'm not even a brother anymore. And yeah. uh, that was like fuck. Um, so that's not going to be an uplifting movie at all. What, what is that? Uh, I'm I'm confused. What does he had, that mean? He had several siblings, and all of them okay. committed suicide. Oh my god! Yeah, all of them committed suicide in some way, shape, or form. Um, he's the last one alive, reportedly. How, before, how old is this dude? Uh, Kevin, uh, he's well, got to be born in 1957. Oh wow! Yeah. So he's like in his. 60s he's like yeah. basically my dad's like, age yeah yeah and uh he i reportedly uh Jesus. i think one of the last things his dad said to him was like you know uh you know it's too bad you're too much of a pussy to go join your brothers oh um, my god yeah jesus christ yeah, yeah. that's not part of my language was, part of my language either. saying the p word y'all um but he, uh pussy what yeah did you? i don't know okay yeah, just I don't know. It's not an yeah. appropriate word to say these days, but oh, well, um, stop being one and just say it loud. And okay, proud, okay, well, yeah. So it's a pretty can't infam- say anything anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty infamously sad story. Um, although it does have somewhat of a happy ending because you know Kevin's alive. Because now like, there's a movie, <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure he will probably, unfortunately, see no- none of the benefits from. Um, I hope so. I mean. I, I was going to say it's an A20. I don't know what I would have meant, but it's an A24 movie. I, I assume he'll see something from it. I don't know. Oh, it's an I A24. Know. Oh, man. Like, I, that studio is got such a good track record. I know we talked about A24. I thought you were being but... sarcastic. No, 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 no. I, 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 I like can't all tell with him. I you can't <sighs> tell with me. Yeah. Is this a safe space? Uh, no. Okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I tend to have i think in the same way that if i tell you that i listen to jazz on a regular basis so you uh-huh. have you you'll have an like adverse reaction to it uh-huh. Uh-huh. when i see that a new a24 movie is coming out and i go oh brother and uh like it's like <laughs> can i not just get a regular movie you know sometimes <laughs> it feels like it's like like in the way that okay it's more for horror stuff it kind of gets on my nerves like okay. people have this term elevated horror And I'm like, just watch a fucking horror movie. Like, it's like they, you know, it has to be things like The Lighthouse. They end up being a lot, most of the time, these end up being good movies. Is The Lighthouse a horror movie? I mean, it's like thriller. I would say it's like horror adjacent. But, But like, I, I feel like a lot of these movies used to just be called, like, suspense or thrillers or drama. Like, I don't think a lot of these movies, like... To me, they're not traditional horror movies in the first place, but they get labeled as such because it's a simple thing to call them. And then people are like, why are they going to be all like art house bullshit? And it's like, well, that's not like they got mislabeled. That's not the movie's fault. But it's also I mean, it's been marketed that way by A24. I feel like it's like it's it's kind of like the movies are fine. They're usually pretty good, I think, in a way, in the same way that. Uh, Vic had an adverse reaction about Rick Rubin. Uh-huh, yeah, it's, it's not like, to say that he isn't. To be don't clear, say to, his to name the audience, again. Vic will pop up. To to the audience, just so they know, we reported Vic's adverse reaction to the CDC. We called the one eight hundred number yeah. and reported the adverse reaction to the uh, Rubin nineteen, uh, you know, uh, vaccine. Um, yeah. so, so I, yeah, we did report that adversely. I did call, uh, eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine and reported, uh, them to Vic. Uh, if you, if you don't actually, if you Rick don't Rubin have, work on that record, yeah, he worked did, on that. did he record that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you don't have your, a, a card at like a food line, just put in area code and then that number, uh, yes, it'll it like any time. sort of, it'll work every time. Yeah, it's, it's a uh, real life Easter egg. Yeah. Um, but I think in the same way where it's like there's nothing technically wrong with that, but sometimes you kind of have a reaction because it feels that people kind of over elevate it, and sometimes that gets on my nerves. So you okay? So you're mad that a movie is well done and then gets critically acclaimed because you sometimes like, they aren't that well done. I think they get too much credit. Okay, are you are you sure that it's not just like? 
like you see the A24 and you're just like filling in like, oh, I know the critics are going to suck the dick in this movie. And well, they like, will. You're though. like, you're making, you're like, you're like watching the trailer doing the jerk off motion while you watch it. And then <laughs> like, yeah. but, but then you like, it, when you look up the critics reviews, try are they, are they genuinely over praising the movie? I feel like there was a time frame where that was definitely the case. I think I, we're kind of on the other side. I think but. I think they get treated pretty fairly. The ones that I've seen recently, because there have been some like, from what I've seen, some misses lately. I um, think we're on the we're on the downslope of the A twenty four thing. I mean, so this is more of a criticism of like from like twenty eighteen. If we were doing this podcast in twenty eighteen, <laughs> I would have had a valid point. In twenty twenty three, I would have been a goner by now. <laughs> Like, I think it's, it's, it's past the point of it's sort of like cultural height and like, you'll see people just wearing an A24 hat or something, just some guy, you know, I guess you would use the phrase hipster, right. you know, I feel like it became too much of like a hipster qualifier for people that just like, Hey, just watch the movie Exorcist. It's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, it's like, it's like, sometimes it's like, you know, they're like, Oh, did you, you know, the deconstruction of the horror genre and it's like I'm gonna fucking like hit you with a stick. Like, uh, like sometimes it's good to just be a bad. I don't even want to say bad, but a bad yeah, horror yeah, movie. This, just this an is, enjoyable. This is, this sometimes is you weird. just want something which is very basic, simple, and maybe even unapologetically stupid. Josh just slipped off of the razor's edge that he was walking on when yeah. he like he gave away the game where he's like sometimes you just want to watch a shitty fucking movie and it's like oh okay well then that's that is a thousand percent on you then well Not yeah on- I, to be fair I did watch the nun two today okay. so I think that, <laughs> that uh and the I, nun yeah. two the nun two what <laughs> uh, it was oh what I meant sister act two none to I love you too. Yeah, um, whatever that I, Timberland Magoo song was. <laughs> I not only watched the Nun Two, I watched VHS eighty five today. How was that? I'm more curious about that um, than the Nun Two. I I appreciate that they just keep making them every few months, but that I means don't you didn't think like we it. need to. <laughs> I don't. I I feel like I haven't liked any of those movies since like part three or something. Two had the uh, really good uh, one by the guy who did the raid. Um, that had yeah. a, that was like the Antichrist story or whatever. Oh, that one it? was great. But like, I'm like, I don't. But I'm going to watch every single one they release. But I don't yeah. like. They're just a little like talking about things being a little too. Like the, uh, I could go on like a tirade with that. Maybe I'll <laughs> save it for. I know we'll do a horror episode uh, by the end of the month, uh, Ryan. So we'll we'll save it for that. Um, I do. I have an adverse reaction sometimes to a twenty four. I know it's silly. See, and so for that, I'll move on. Here's why, he, like, one of the the issues I have, like, I, I, I'll go ahead and tell you, my favorite movie of the past 20 years is Ex Machina. That's why, like, mm. the tone of that movie, the casting, the, like, the the plot to it, it's it's my, like, complete package. It's, it's probably, it's probably my it's favorite movie, movie of all time. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. Um, but also... Like they did Moonlight, which is incredible. Great uh, movie. I, don't know, I don't know if y'all have seen that. Moonlight, I have they great did movie. Uh, Lady Bird, really good. I Pink. actually have not seen it. Everyone tells me that it's good. I kind of thought that the movie was going to be really heavy, and someone told me like it's not a hard movie to watch. Like no, it's no, a, not at all. Like it's a very. I thought it'd be a little heavy. Like when remember when Marriage Story became a meme. Yes. Like yeah. I thought it would be in that kind of thing where I'm just like, I don't know if the I best want. thing I saw about marriage story was, uh, that's a movie you watch with your wife. And then by the end of it, she's mad at you for some reason. That's why I didn't <laughs> want to watch it. Yeah. Um, no, uh, the best so thing I did... saw related to that movie was the, uh, clip or someone superimposed a velociraptor head onto Adam driver's face. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so they did lady bird. They did eighth grade. Have y'all seen eighth grade? Eighth grade's great. Yeah. Eighth grade's great. Uncut more gems. Of the, more of the horror yep. stuff. I, I have this kind of aversion. Well, and that, that's the thing is like, I feel like they get painted as only doing horror movies. Like they are a horror movie studio. And in reality, I, I don't, I don't think you can like, they did the green Knight, which might, I don't know. It's kind of like surreal and dreamlike and shit. I thought the green Knight was cool. Still haven't uh, seen it. I haven't it seen is it either. Fucking weird, man. It is, but I, I dug it. Um, so I don't know, but my, my point being is that like they've they've done a lot of a decent amount of stuff outside of the horror genre but it's still again like because i feel like the first 
probably like 10 or so movies that they did and that got press were that suspense thriller elevated horror shit. Yeah. That's all they're like, that's all anybody like, uh, considers them as. And they have also have way more fucking movies than I realized. Um, yeah. There's sometimes yeah, they'll put on a movie and yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I think you were just, you were looking at mainly, here's the thing. I feel like I like most of these. It's, it's something that it's okay. It's kind of the same feeling I have when a Quentin Tarantino Tarantino movie comes out nowadays. I really Quentin Quentin Tostinos Quentin Tarantino. I can't quit Uh I feel like every time one of his movies come out, I'm like, oh brother, we got to fucking do this again. And then Why, I end okay, up hold liking on, hold on. it. Twice now you've turned into Winnie the Pooh talking <laughs> oh, about this subject. Oh, dear. oh, oh father. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> so if you could go put on a Critical red shirt and take your Tarantino pants off film. for the rest of this uh, podcast. You're going to do Tigger? I'll do, yeah, I'll do Winnie the Pooh if you do yeah. Tigger. I'll do Eeyore. Uh, talk to me was cool. Mine is well um, kill myself. They did everything everywhere all at oh, once. the foot shots in this. Okay, so <laughs> controversial opinion. I do not like that movie. Which I one? liked it. Everything, but I, under, everywhere, I understand. I liked it took it a me lot. a while to get to get around to watching Man, it. And I, I want, it's one of those movies where I feel like if I watched it two or three times, I might like it, but I could never bring myself to like do that again. That's it fair. was just too much. It was just too much shit going on. Like it's I just, a lot of shit going on. It, I just, it, it overwhelmed the senses. I felt like I was having uh, auditory processing disorder and like uh, just uh, too much stimulus. Did you see Swiss Army Man? I did not. No, but I've I heard, would highly I've heard recommend that movie. Yeah. That movie was great, and that probably is an A twenty four movie. I feel like these movies are. Uh, I'll say manufactured is probably a better. They're made to be for me, and I think sometimes that's why. I have an adverse reaction to Josh it. Josh watches it and you go, you know what? No, no. Fuck you yeah, for thinking that you know me. It's, it's like, it's like when somebody responds, like, like the things that somebody says to you that you react the most, the, the strongest to it are the things that are true. You know, yeah. it's like, like when somebody says something that's hurtful, it hurts the most when, when you realize it's accurate or it's true. Midsummer is fucking awesome. Midsummer's great. I love yeah. that movie be the most because it's the ultimate breakup movie. <laughs> I don't think enough horror movies take place in bright settings, in like sunlight, in the middle of the day. That shit is scarier to me than any kind of nighttime setting because I know if I know that there is like a creepy dark shot then i know to prepare for a jump scare but when something is out in the middle of the day and feels like like it can see you from a mile away it can close in on you like that's terrifying that's so much scarier i think okay so a thing that i do like about all of these movies and like blumhouse they all seem to be movies that are made for under 15 million yeah and i feel like that yeah, weren't you arguing about that like uh, like on so many episodes ago where you were like, what happened to just making a movie for like $12 million? <laughs> I mean, horror movies are doing it. I, I'm, not, I'm not mad about that part of it. It's, uh, you know, like I feel like I, the reaction that I have toward A24 does not, I'm, I mean, I will admit it does not make sense. Like it's right. made for right. me. Sure. <laughs> like, sure. But I feel like, I think, you, I think you're right being that it's, it's kind of like uh, it knows me too well. <laughs> And so I'm like, I'm kicking like and screaming he, on the way. It's like you're angry that the the movie studio has become sentient and like, and is like, uh, it's using AI to know exactly what your brain creates. But here's another issue I have with it is that it's kind of the same as like Christopher Nolan movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know it's like a different, people view them as a much different thing, but I feel like people will talk about them in ways eh, that I, I don't. Thing. I think that there are regular horror movies that yeah. have just as intricate things going on, sure. but they're n- they don't really have to be marketed as such, and right. so people don't talk about them. And like, a, you say you say Nolan, you say Nolan stuff is different from 
from what we're talking about, but I people like view Inception, it as different, but I don't in, think it is. Yeah, Inception or The Prestige, I feel like could easily be A24 movies. But they are in the same way that they're sometimes uh with even the ones that I enjoy. Right. They're kind of smart movies for dumb people. Yeah, they're 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 considered cerebral <laughs> when, and as when, a dumb person. Yeah. I would just I'm fine with things to just be a dumb movie. <laughs> like I don't need to be felt that yeah. I'm being smarted to. I get like, that. you know, <laughs> you know, like I, it, it feels like it's like, I don't, I don't need James Joyce anywhere near here. Right. I don't need a limerick or some sort of thing that ties to a C.S. Eliot poem. Yeah. Just sure. let me watch a guy with a knife. Like, it's like, I don't need all of this literary elements thrown into it that you, yeah, do you know that. that this is a, this is a reference to this, this, uh, this, this, uh, rhyme of the ancient mariner. And you're like, just be a fucking movie about a boat. Like, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I get that. I get that. Yeah. It, sometimes, like, like sometimes you uh, just want, you want the a death of the author situation where it's like, it doesn't matter what their intent was. I just want to watch a movie about a dude wielding a knife. I don't want this to be a commentary on capitalism. Uh, well, or, th- I mean, or that's, a, that's the, the thing, fun. too. You know... There was this thing going on with a lot of movies where, okay, it even happened with the new Halloween movies. I think those those were Blumhouse. Uh, usually, I feel like no one has a problem with that because they're being marketed like just like for dumb people, and yeah. that's cool with me. Um, but sometimes whenever they market even those, it would be like Jamie Lee Curtis would be like, you know, this is really an allegory to, you know, trauma. And it's like, it's maybe it's family. just a fucking Michael Myers movie. Like, yeah, it's like... Yeah. I don't need everything in there. You I mean, should be but, like, you know. But also, also, at the same time, I, I completely understand what you're saying, and I, and I agree with it. At the same time, I think she's only saying the most obvious thing in the world. She's playing a character <laughs> that's been traumatized for her literally her entire life, and this trauma keeps haunting her and keeps coming back and keeps fucking up whatever situation she's a part of, you know, in the present with her family well, and stuff. To and be it's fair. Like, and then it's and generational trauma, et cetera, et cetera. But you say that, but in the new Halloween movies, they erased the whole timeline of all the other Halloween movies. So she has no generational trauma. She has no, he kept coming back. She only Wait. has one instance are is are we revealing spoilers? Okay. So no, who fucking new, cares? No, Wait, it so doesn't none matter. Of, none overall. of the Halloween movies ended after up happening the, after the first one. Oh, wow. it's a choose. It's a choose your own adventure franchise. Yes. At yeah, this but point. okay. So you can read my article uh, in my twenty twenty whatever year the first one came out on Queen City Nerve, and it'll explain the whole. Is that uh, the one where you talk about season of the witch? Uh, I probably do mention it, but okay. I mentioned the whole because basically. They when retconned the f- it. That's right. I remember. It, yes. I remember talking about this yeah. before. So she has no. She does. Of course, she has the okay. trauma of the thing however, forty years before. However, how many people died in that first movie? Like four. Okay, that would be enough trauma to get me through the rest of my life get if I experienced that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stop being a p word. Yeah. This is my this is my like Joe Rogan moment or something. Yeah. Um, uh, no, but yeah. yeah, of course. I would be like I mean, I've had much less I've gotten in yeah, like a wreck I, I, or something. Like, you know? I, I get yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I, you get in a fender bender and it haunts you for a decade. You know? <laughs> so I fucking get it. Yeah, if four or five of your friends, who's counting, yeah. Yeah. uh die, then sure you can hold at on to the hand it for of the your brother. At the hand 40, of your like No, no, he's well, not wait. her brother anymore. Wait, because what? of the retcon, the brother yep. story only happened in part two, and so they took part okay. two away. So, so she's not her brother; <laughs> he's on. just a guy. So Michael Myers is—is is he the? He's just fucking, a dude now. Is he this? Is dude. he the comedian now? Did they retcon <laughs> that a, and make him yeah. like from SNL yeah, or baby. some shit? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, dude, it's not yeah, when, she, when she stabs so him. He's oh, just a, so why did he go after them? Uh, it's because he married an axe murderer. <laughs> Uh, no, no, explain he, it right now. Hurry up. He is just straight up a guy that is a, a, a cat. Well, I don't know. But he is a guy. <laughs> hold on, hold on. That, he's a catatonic youth. 
Yeah, well, he was, I guess. <laughs> but um, I mean, I'm like, well, if he moved around, I guess he wasn't catatonic. But he is just a uh, crazed person that was obsessed with babysitters. <laughs> that's what. That's that's what his story would be reduced to if you take away all the stuff. Okay, it's so just uh, from the okay. original movie, he is uh-huh. a kid that killed his sister, got okay. put into a sanitarium, escaped from the sanitarium, and then one night in 1978, right, killed like five babysitters. Okay, five okay. people, five or I, six I, people. To be five honest with you, I'm like randomly. hearing you explain it now, uh, absent of like remembering the first movie, because it's is I think I tried to watch the first Halloween one time and. I'll, I'm gonna be real with you. I was like, this shit is corny as I fuck. I watch that and like, movie every year. I turned it off halfway through it, and I was like, I was like, the the shot. It was like too dark. A lot of the scenes, like the lighting, you need to change the contrast on here. I guess so. Your I guess so. <laughs> I feel I like just it's pretty well lit. Yeah, most TVs I, can do that. I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't get through it. Well, this uh, does. You have said. You have said. We've talked about this. Where you're like, you really don't like movies before a certain period. You can just yes, end it. Yeah, exactly. You can just say you just don't End-y. like movies. And it is built, I feel like even at the point in 1978, like it's, it's not built like a slasher. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's like it, it influenced things that went on to be paced sure, in a sure. certain way, but it's pretty it's, slow. It's, it's, it's funny like, that it's so low key, but it inspired a wave of ripoffs that were like, let's just up the gore and let's up like the stabby stab and yeah. like kind of eliminate anything else that makes that movie so revered. Yeah, it's uh, like in music when you're when, if you're into like super heavy, like you know thrash or you know death metal or something like that, and then trying to listen to stuff that came out like the proto versions yeah. of those music. Like you listen, like, like you listen uh, to bands like uh, yeah, you listen to bands like Autopsy or uh, Napalm Death, and then you hear Critical Assault. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> as a joke for twelve people. Yeah. Um, if. I, w- which is actually interesting uh, that it sounds like I'm setting up a joke. I am not. Uh, as knowing your musical taste, I feel yeah. that you should be more drawn to that as a movie watcher because I feel like you tend to like things that kind of like pull more from like kind of classic rock. Like, okay. you know, it's so like Black Sabbath, you know, like, uh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. like just like things that kind of remind you of like hard rock. It's easy. I top, like, I, yeah, I like, I like a simple melody that repeats. 70s, if it's metal, yeah. it's 70s. Even like Mastodon has a lot of those elements. They have oh, prog absolutely, elements. Absolutely. They have yeah, yeah, yeah. rock elements, rock so elements. I, so here's, here's the other thing. Like, similar to something like Star Wars, I appreciate the universe and the characters and like the things. Like, if I read the plot to Halloween or like again like Star Wars like I like the idea of Star Wars more than I like watching those original movies because I my senses is similar to like uh again like we've talked about this as well like my version of ACDC is with Brian Johnson not Bon Scott uh because that's the version that's what my brain was primed to like as I was growing up so like the execution, the music uh, that I grew up listening to or watching to is what I'm attracted to. And I wasn't, I didn't grow up watching late 70s movies for the most part. So I don't have that, that filmmaking sensibility built into me. Like, I guess what you're really saying is like, why would you stop using the Gluck Gluck 5000 and just go back <laughs> to your hand for jerking off? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like once you've I'm once you've Google tasted that. the fruit of the forbidden tree, yeah. Why would you go back to heating up Denty more in the microwave? And you put know? your dick in it. And putting your dick in the scalding hot Denty more beef stew. Like it doesn't yeah. make any sense. I, that There's is no why, logic. That it. is why Dave Mustaine got kicked out of uh for of fucking Metallica. with Denty more. <laughs> no, in in uh, some kind of monster. He keeps talking about how uh, he he brings it up multiple times. I guess it's just the editor thinks it's funny, where he talks about like sometimes you show up at a show and they just have Denty Moore for you. You know, it's like on your right, and he keeps he, more times than hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Dave Mustaine keeps bringing up Denty Moore. There are more than one time in some what kind of monsters. The fuck. 
What yeah. is wrong with that man? And I need to go says, back and rewatch that movie. Road it's so hard fucking and funny. put away wet like more than <laughs> once in it. God. <laughs> what a fucking weirdo. He's that such dude, a fucking weirdo. That dude is the strangest guy in the world. I swear to God. I will still always get a kick out of like, you know, then the moment he's like, you know, it's, it's so, you know, <clears throat> fucked up. You have to walk down the road and somebody just yell Metallica at you. <laughs> There's a part in that. I way. love not- the idea. I love. <laughs> Next time I see a famous person, I'm going to yell out a movie that they weren't in or a yeah. band that they're not a part of. Um, but that is just close enough that it would like make them feel bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, oh, there's man. a part in Some Kind of Monster 2 where it was like right after Jason Newstead. Is this the sequel? Or? Uh, yeah, part two. <laughs> Some uh, Kind but- of Monster 2. Jason Newstead's out of the band, and I whatever band he's doing after. I I mean, uh, Voivod, uh, whatever he did right after, but I don't know. I don't think it's uh, Voivod, but uh, but basically, he's he's playing a show, yeah. and the show was like to any of us, it'd be a huge show, right? But to Jason Newstead, this is like a four hundred cap room, right? And so some of the members of Metallica come to watch him play the show, and. Lars can't even really be happy for him. Lars is just mad that he's not playing the show. Lars is Lars is mad that Lars isn't playing for Jason Newstead's band. He's mad that he's not playing that night. Hold on. The, okay. <laughs> La, uh, wait. La, uh, explain that again. I'm Jason sorry. Jason La- is playing a show. Uh huh. Lars shows. Lars up. shows. Up. So why did? So they're on good terms at this point. Eh, I think it's okay. It's it's rocky. Or was it? Who knows with those fuckers? Why was it? Or were? Or, or did Lars show up because they knew it would be good for the documentary? Potentially, yes. Okay. I mean, I don't know the reason, but he he goes to the show. Okay. And um and like he, it's like he can't comment about. He can't just let it be. I feel like in the situation, you are still Lars. You have no reason to comment about the situation. You're playing arenas at that point. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be like, I wish we could play a 400 cap room. Wait, so like, Lar- it's like, just, <laughs> Lars is, Lars is mad. Do. Lars is jealous. Of what? Of Jason Newstead playing a 400 cap room. Be. But Metallica could play a 400 cap room. I think they tend to act like they can't because there's too many people that there is a thing. I think when you're in a situation where you kind of have these people that you're paying, mm-hmm. you kind of have to pay. You have to kind of uh, okay. have to play on a certain level. Okay. Or so essentially that, to make sure everybody gets the, paid. Yeah. And so your, okay. your, your band has become such a business, which so I, I do empathize with also, that, that, but no is, one wants to hear it. <laughs> That is bullshit, though, because the Stones have been known to literally play small clubs before they go out on tour. Mm-hmm. They can you you can give everybody then or a lot of people the night off. Like you don't have to haul everybody to the four hundred uh, cap room to play a show. Like that is that is a yeah. that is a pr- that is a prison of Lars and James and. Kirk's own making. It's a sanitarium. Uh, and it's and it's a sanitarium. It's a sanitarium of their own making. And it is strictly a mental one. It is not well, an yeah. actual real world thing. Well, he can you know, being a jealous person, I think he says to himself, Give me fuel, give me fire, <laughs> also give me what I desire. Ooh. Well, I mean, he's got the fuel in that he's watching Jason Newstead play. So that's like, you know, that's bulletin board stuff. That's a uh, for you non-sports gentlemen, uh, that's like that's what sports teams say is like whenever you know an opposing coach talks shit or something or gives them inspiration to do better that week, you know, it's called putting it up on the bulletin board. Uh, so that's the fuel, and the fire would be, uh, maybe that's also the fire too. I don't know. I'm losing this analogy now. So, um, I. Okay, so he is, he, like, Lars is, it sounds like what what you're saying is, like, in that scene, Lars is nostalgic and mad that he, that he misses the days in which he could play more, like, uh, personal, uh, intimate shows with fans. Okay, okay, that makes more sense. And I get it. 
I think that it, it sort of rings like that thing. Yeah, that's where... literally that's that's the exact reason I don't play stadiums. <laughs> is yeah. because I you like want the, that fan I, connection. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. want to give need, my fans what connection. they what they want and intimacy. But I think it's like it's like if a millionaire person were to I I get that probably being like a multi multi millionaire might actually get lonely. I understand mm-hmm. that it might and be kind of weird. And we are I, I no one no wants one to has hear. it harder. No <laughs> one has it harder in this country <laughs> yeah. than the millionaires and the billionaires. <laughs> like it's just a fact, you know. It is probably a weird life when they if they have any self awareness, they might sure. go, "Man, it's so I can't go to a restaurant." Yeah, but no yeah. one wants to hear you complain about it. Absolutely <laughs> not. Not when you can have the restaurant literally come to you. Like Oprah <laughs> not has, when, like, not when yeah. you can hire the chef that owns the restaurant to come cook in your home. Nobody gives a shit about your place. Yeah, like invite some friends to like but just to, <laughs> at the same time. And again, nobody wants to hear you complain about it. I get what you're saying, and it is a real thing. In which, like, there is a level of stardom that where it turns into a prison where it's like you you can't you can't go out because humans are social creatures in the first place. And at some point it crosses over into like all the people that I'm social with, I'm paying like they're like this. None of this is real. None of this is organic. This fucking sucks. And like everybody, no matter the. You know, I, I feel like it's easy to, to talk about this uh, in like a, a callous, cynical way, but we do, we at the same time, we do praise like celebrities whenever they're honest and vulnerable about their mental health issues because it, it like makes the conversation. It's like, okay, well now CBS this morning is ready to talk about it because Taylor Swift said that she struggles with depression or something and like that. And she probably does. Like, it's she probably, probably does. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. you know, Ray J can't go anywhere. Ray, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he has to, he literally has to wear his uh, Raycon earbuds at all times. Is that what they're naming? Because, because, uh, <laughs> is that uh, his company? Yeah, yeah. That's Holy his, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Is, he's still yeah. winning. Uh, Stays damn, winning. I didn't know that. I mean, yeah, I um, do feel for Lars because, you know, he is so close no matter how far. Yeah. And. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but at the, in the uh, end, in the end, nothing else matters besides, uh, <laughs> you know, surrounding yourself with good people and doing what you love and, and trying to keep your mental health in check, you know? Yeah. Something, Electro something Messiah. Sandman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And not getting pulled off, uh, being able to play the Apollo theater without, uh, the Sandman entering and pulling you off stage. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yes. yes. <Yeah. laughs> Damage Incorporated. Um, anyway, uh, Josh, what do you got for topics this week? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that we got through the intro. Uh, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I don't have anything this week. Okay, uh, I, I went to Arizona, I hiked the Grand Canyon, but you know, like I said, no Did one you wants go to specifically hear what a millionaire. To, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody, yeah. When, uh, when you can just f- fly to a Diamondbacks game on yeah. your private jet, then... Uh, so you hiked to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was pretty badass. Um, it was very difficult. Great Canyon or Grand Canyon? Uh, Grandest Canyon. Grandest Canyon. (laughs) I will tell you that, uh, those mountains made me realize how much that I am afraid of heights. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, when you say those mountains, the Rockies or? That, that one. Yeah. uh, That one? (laughs) Did you okay? But the Grand Canyon is it near the Rockies or? Uh, they I don't, are I don't, the Rockies. I don't. They think. are. Are you sure? Pretty sure it's like the other. It's like the other side. I mean, the Colorado <laughs> River goes in Colorado as the Rockies, and right? Colorado the, and, River, buddy. The Mississippi River, uh, like, is down there in the Let's Gulf of Mexico, out. and also runs near chicago is the grand canyon that's the nature of the rockies i don't (laughs) is it uh the colorado river uh it's a national park okay the grand canyon how do i find this up it's i didn't i don't i didn't think the grand canyon was like in the middle of mountains uh i guess a plateau is different 
Yeah. About that. Yeah, it's not Mount. Well, Josh is yeah. in real time. Uh, folks, it's rare when you get to hear and experience someone learning something simple, like like a basic geological formation in real time. Hmm. This is like this is like having a son or a daughter and they learn what a zebra is for the first time. So Josh is finding out that plateaus and mountains are not the same thing. And and this is this is good. Like I'm not making fun of you, Josh. Like I'm I'm saying like like they they're not near each other, are they? Uh what Arizona and Yeah, I get that like the whole region of the country, like they're in the same region, but like Hmm. Like no, Mount, I mean, I'm I'm reading about it. Um, okay. Like Mount Mitchell is in North Carolina, and also Carolina Beach is in North Carolina, but they're not like part of the same like formation. And I could be wrong. Like no, I, I, wanna... I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, I should know this because I I went, but I don't know for <laughs> just, some reason. Yeah, I was just there. Um, but yeah, it's it's not. I mean, I guess a canyon is a different thing. I mean, while yeah. you're traversing back up it, it does uh, feel that, I mean, it is a mountain on the other end of it, but yes, canyons and plateaus are much different things. Okay. Um, but I mean, there are mountains there too in Arizona, but I don't know. I, uh, it's kind of more I guess, based on the elevation, I guess, like it going down. But the okay. more I talk about this, the dumber I'm going to sound. So I'm <laughs> going to uh, not keep talking about so this. So it looks uh, like, it looks like, you get to the Rocky Mountains and then after you've gone through the main stretch of the Rocky Mountains and the Colorado River cuts through the Rockies, obviously, yeah. then it cuts through Utah, then it comes down and the northwestern corner or like, yeah, kind of the northwestern section of Arizona is where the Grand Canyon is. The Colorado cuts through it. Uh, so I like we went out when we went to uh, uh, Yellowstone. Um, seeing some of those Rocky Mountains, they are fucking incredible. Like they are, uh, it's it's like the the closest thing to imagining like the scale of like a kaiju or something in real life. It's like yeah. rarely do you see things that big. Um, you, which these are like the biggest things in the world, you know, <laughs> like are up there. So it's, it's like, it kind of instills that sense of awe that I could imagine like seeing Godzilla or some shit, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was pretty, I mean, it's like one of those things where you take a picture and you're like, that doesn't really do anything. Yeah. It just, it's like trying to take a picture of a beautiful moon and then it just looks like a street light, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, just it's like, like, this is the most beautiful moon I've ever seen. And then it, it looks like something a moth would be hovering around. I will say yeah. that I have some pictures of the Roman Colosseum that I still haven't uploaded that actually, now that I think about it, as good as they do look, you'd probably still be like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, who, what are you waiting on? Like, who who are you just hiding I'm, away from yourself or what? I'm, well, I'm a little lazy. I think there is like a thing that kind of happens with any of this, though, where I feel like I have this... I have this thing where I try, I almost like I'm able to convince myself that I don't really need to go see it because I've seen pictures or documentaries or things about right, it. Right. But when you're on it, you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm so fucking wrong. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yeah, you, know yeah. you, you should, if you're able to experience these things. Sure. And I don't know if that's like, Europeans some... <laughs> are telling us that all the time. They're like, I don't understand why you don't visit like other countries and stuff. I I uh, think it's because of being raised in like a trailer park. It's sort mm -hmm. of like you just think the thing is like off. You're never going to experience it. Yeah, so you might yeah, as well yeah. just like look at a picture of, you know, the right, Eif Eiffel right. Tower or something because who cares? You know, right, it's like right. it's like if you get out of jail and you, you know, you're like, well, you know, now I have to ask somebody if I can use the bathroom. Yeah. You know, it's like mm -hmm. you're, you're like just in a cage, you know. I'll never see a pair of boobs in real life. So that's why I'm going to look at them on the internet, you know? Yeah. I mean, it can't be better in real life. Exactly. Right? Yeah. There's it's no, not. this doesn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Josh, before we started, you asked Siri to put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Like you at you said, hey Siri, put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Do you not know where the Do Not Disturb button is on your phone? 
I like do, that is one of the easier. most boomer things. I that is like borderline talk to text shit. It, it's easier. I, I've been chastised with it before, but I'm so used to I make voice notes a lot. I just remind myself of things. Mm-hmm. So I've gotten to the habit of just like telling my phone to do the thing. Okay. And um, but do you you know you know like you have an iPhone. I can you know slide little, it down and hit the slide down button. menu and this. Okay. Yeah. Just just I was just curious if you I I, I just saw my phone was on do not disturb and wanted to make sure that you knew that that was a possibility. Um, so I'm yeah, glad we... I am realizing now I am, uh, late for band practice, um, okay. because I put my phone on do not disturb it <laughs> because I, I didn't get a text back from my bandmate who will be at band practice in three minutes okay. <laughs> and I live 30 <laughs> minutes away. Um, so yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Okay. Um, it right. doesn't, well... it doesn't technically matter. Neil can wait. Um, but you know, it, you know, it is, it is I hope a he problem. doesn't listen to this. Technology has failed us yet again. Yep. No. Yep. No. All right. Well, don't. we'll wrap it up there. Um, Thanks a lot, we'll Steve it, Jobber. We'll pick it up again next week. <laughs> What's Ding. your topic, Ryan? Oh, yeah. What's uh, your topic? My topic was going to be uh, tribalism in sports, but uh, we can wait till next week about that. Like, you're okay. talking about like the, like, like the Washington uh, football Red. team and no, the Cleveland no, something baseball else. team or. Okay. okay, we'll we'll pick that up. Put a, a remind Chicago us, listeners, Blackhawk. remind us about that, and uh, we'll pick it up next week. Ding, Ding. funky butt loving. <laughs>